0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, The Joyful Frugalista, and now here's your host, Serena Bird.
1: Hello. I'm super excited to share the good news that I have written another book. How to pay your mortgage off in 10 years response to the cost of living crisis that many people find themselves in. Whether you are paying off a mortgage, you've paid off a mortgage, you aspire to buy a house and have a mortgage, or you know someone who does have a mortgage, this book will have lots of frugal tips and tricks, as well as some finance hacks for you. Thank you so much. Hello, Frugalisters, and welcome. Today, I thought I would have a chat about some things that have been happening in my frugal journey. But first, I have something to share, which is that my publisher, Major Street Publishers has a special deal of 50% off between now and Christmas. I'll put the details in the show notes, but it is a very special deal. If you feel like taking advantage of this, this is a great way to buy a Christmas present for someone. So, what have I been doing? I've been a little bit on the bargain hunt recently. And I guess it started because I saw an excerpt from my book that was republished and I realized. That I hadn't done a few things recently. Since January, I hadn't checked on my energy prices, and I hadn't checked on the mortgage. So let's talk about the mortgage first. I rang my lender, and if you're interested, I, I don't have a commercial relationship with them, but I'm with Loans.com.au. If you're ever interested in that, you can reach out to me individually. I'm not spooking their offer. I'm just simply sharing who I happen to have my mortgages with, and. I had spoken to them in January because three of my investment loans were due to come off a two-year fixed rate period and I wanted to make sure that I set myself up well and they gave me a good rate at that point and for various reasons I opted to stay with a standard variable rate mainly because I wanted to be able to make some additional repayments and then I hadn't called them since. And I thought, look, I probably should. So I gave them a call and asked for a rate review and I did get one. But this is the interesting thing. It was actually a little bit more daunting than I'd forgotten. Now, there's someone that I know who actually rings his bank, and in his, his case it is actually a bank, every single month, that's every single month to ask for a rate review. And I was kind of like, wow, you can do that. And I asked him what rate he got. And actually it was a really good rate at that time. And he was with one of the big lenders and they usually don't give that rate out to most people. So what I would definitely say is just have a phone call, have a go. You never know. You would be transferred to the dedicated area that handles these types of requests. And they do this all the time. I know one person who said, oh, look, I can't do that because I'm not working right now. I'm about to start a new job, but my overall financial situation isn't the greatest and I don't feel that we can. So here's the thing. This is not a refinance. You're not changing lenders. You're not changing banks. You don't have to show anything about your overall financial situation. You don't have to share any documentation. You just have to ask for a rate review and see whether or not they would give it to existing customers. So in my case, my lender did actually gave me a, shaved a little bit off actually, and I haven't quite calculated the savings that it's going to make, but I would estimate probably a couple of hundred dollars a month, which isn't bad. And they said they generally look at it about every six months. So that kind of gives you a bit of an indication. As we're heading towards Christmas, this is something you can actually do that is going to make a difference. That said, if you are on a fixed rate, you really can't do anything. You have a contract that guarantees that stability and that certainty by having a fixed rate of interest and whether or not the standard variable goes up or down, you are contracted to that fixed rate. There, I think there's a few sort of, few kind of loopholes maybe to get out of it, but there's, there's not many. So you pretty much can't. But if you're on a standard variable, you know, why not make that phone call? You never know how it will go. This time around, when I rang, they actually asked me why I wanted a rate review, which I thought was kind of interesting because it's like, well, yeah, duh, like I want to save money. So if you do get asked that, just have a little bit of a line ready. You could say something like, hello, I'm ringing. I have so many mortgages with you and I would like to see if you could offer me a rate review. And if they ask why, you could say something like, well, because I'm a loyal customer, good quality customer, and I'd like to see if I'm getting the best possible deal. If you want to be super organized, and I'll be honest and say I wasn't on this occasion, you could do a little bit of a research online with some comparison sites and see what kind of rates are being offered. And then that gives you a bit of of an edge in terms of chatting. You could say something like, You know, I've noticed that these other lenders are offering these kind of deals or I've noticed that you are offering this kind of deal to new customers and that just kind of helps get over the line. But in general, most lenders want to keep good quality customers. Keep that in mind. If you are a good quality customer and I'm sure you are if you're listening to this, then why not ask? Then the other thing that I've been doing is getting a better deal on my energy rates. And also, actually, now that I think of it, also on broadband. But let's talk energy first. As I was shopping at Costco, I noticed that they are now offering some services. Being curious, I decided to check them out. So it's not offered through the Costco brand, it's offered through another third party. I think it's called Compare and Contrast or something. Can't remember the exact name, but it's through another company and then they offer it with other providers. And in this case, it turned out for me that they had an offer through Origin. So I'm currently with ActUAGL here in Canberra, and they had a deal with Origin. I uploaded my bill, and they told me that they could get a much better deal for me. For instance, from 90 cents a day, service connection charge, they could get me a deal That was about 20 cents a day cheaper. And then the interesting thing with Origin was that they had a spread between the peak, the off-peak and the shoulder, whereas currently my deal with ActuaGL just had one flat rate. That was just for the whole thing. I should pause here at the moment and say that I recently did a short Channel 7 interview talking about comparing energy prices because it can be very, very confusing. A lot of the sites, including, I believe, the Energy Made Simple, the government website, just search for energycomparisonsite.gov.au and you should be able to find it. A lot of these sites now allow you to upload your most recent energy and or gas bill. And they can use that to see whether or not they can offer you a better deal. And they'll do a lot of this automatically. But there's three things you're looking for. One is the price per day that they're charging to connect that service and if you live in a rural area that can actually be quite high but in my case I'm in Canberra I'm in a Canberra suburb so it's it's not that expensive. The second thing is the kilowatt per hour charge. Now that can vary depending on whether it's just one fixed rate for the day or whether like I said it's peak off peak and shoulder. And if you do have peak off peak and shoulder think about how much you actually use during the day. Are you working from home all day? Do you have kids who are home a lot of the day? Or do you have a habit of putting your dishwasher on and your washing machine on after hours or have a delayed time to do that? So think about those sorts of things. And then the third thing to think about is whether or not there's any membership or other fee because there's now a few entrants who kind of claim to operate a bit like a co-op in addition to those two fees they also have an annual fee so you put all that together and then you can see pretty clearly whether you're better off or not now why it's getting confusing is there's a number of other operators who are offering other discounts for instance they might say look if you sign up with us we'll give you 5000 everyday reward points which is the rewards program that say Woolworths group users. It could work out with a few things. Or they might say things like, you can be part of our rewards program so you can get discounts on movies or discounts if you go to the theatre and discounts and other things. And all of this I think sort of might be well-meaning but it does serve to provide a little bit of confusion. First with the points. Points are rarely worth as much as we think they are. So my general premise always is the kind of show me the money principle. I always go with the cheapest deal and if there happens to be a bit of cream on top in terms of extra things such as points, then so be it. Unless they're offering a lot of points, it's generally not worth it because you don't know whether or not you're actually going to use those movie tickets or actually going to use those other things. For instance... With that five thousand points that are being offered, sort of on the surface, it looks good, but it's not. It's not as much as you think because they usually were somewhere between half a cent to about five cents when you redeem them, depending on how you redeem them. If you redeem them buying things on sale, say through the Qantas shop or the Velocity shop, or you redeem them for something on special. They're worth more than otherwise. It really depends how the points are redeemed, whether they're redeemed for in-store offers and services, whether they're converted to a frequent flyer program, whether it's used for an upgrade, used for a flight, used for goods. It's, it's really complicated. But in general, they are usually worth a lot less than you think. Just stick to the basics and you'll be right. So I went through this Costco process and it was actually quite a good deal On the surface that I was being offered with Origin and as a sweetener if you're a member of Costco's new executive membership program which you have to pay for I think it's about $130 a year for its membership they will give you a $70 Costco gift card I did all my sums it seemed to be a slightly better deal Especially too, if we became more mindful about using our electricity outside of the normal daytime hours, outside of the peak hours. And I'd get this $70 card, which would basically pay for my Costco executive membership. So I went, right, lock it in. Let's do this. And that's when the fun started. So I did that. And then a couple of days later, I got a phone call from ActuAGL. And not only did they match the deal from Origin, but they gave me a substantially better one, which is great. Part of me was a little bit angry though, that they didn't offer me this great deal to start with, because I've been an ActuAGL customer for, oh, since 2000. So certainly it didn't make me feel like loyalty has been recognised. And this is a standard thing, really. Sometimes with some products, they are recognizing loyalty, but for most, especially with energy, they're not. And with new entrants in the market, it does pay to be savvy. So they immediately dropped from 90 cents a day service connection charge to 70 cents a day. And then they immediately dropped the kilowatt per hour charge from, I think it got as low as 17 cents. It was substantial drop. It made a huge difference. And I was like, wow, okay, yeah, sure. Okay, I'll stay with ACTU-AGL. Sure, no problems, lock it in. And then I thought we were done, right? Okay, fine, I don't have to change anything. Like I've got my direct debit arrangements all in place, all good. Except then I get a phone call back from Origin who offered me an even better deal yet again. So they offered me a deal with, I think it was $0.69.9 connection charge every day Plus, they offered me an even lower price than they did previously. The kicker, though, was that this particular deal didn't include the Costco gift card of $70, but it was still a better deal. So I went, okay, why not? I may as well still change. They also did try and upsell me in terms of their broadband and other offerings with other things, mainly their broadband. But at that point, I went, look, just let's just hold this. But sure, okay, I'll switch back. And then we went home and we talked about it. And we felt that because hubby's retired and he's home during the day, we're probably using more energy, more electricity during the day than most people. So we thought that something that did differentiate between the off peak, the peak, and the shoulder probably didn't make so much difference to us. It would be better to actually stay. But then luckily for me, at UAGL, called back the <laughs> next day and offered the same deal. And I locked in. And you would think that'd be the end of the story, but no, it's not because Origin keep trying to call me and the lady I spoke to was really lovely. But look, we've sort of decided that that's enough switching. But I guess the moral of the story is that even if you think you're on a good deal, there is probably one that's better. And so why not give it a go and think in different ways with your energy about different providers? Because the wholesale providers, there's not a lot. But the retailers who actually sell those packages, there are quite a lot. In most areas, there's a bit of competition. So why not use that to your advantage? And I haven't done the final sums about how much it's going to save me. It's going to depend a little bit in terms of when they readjust my direct debits and I will know. But I certainly know that I have saved quite a lot of money by doing this. And there were a few more phone calls than I anticipated, although it was kind of fun and it means that I get to tell this story to you, but I did save money. And then the third thing we saved money on was our broadband. We'd had the same broadband provider for ooh, about six and a half years and it wasn't a bad deal. And we use internet quite a lot at home. I've got two teenage boys who are always on the computer watching YouTube clips or gaming. I obviously use my computer a lot for various social media and other things, so we, we, we are using it quite a lot. So we needed a different package. There are a few things to consider here. One is your speed of usage. Now, you can pay a lot of money for a very, very fast speed, but whether you or not you actually get into your home is quite a different story altogether. And there's a lot of factors that are involved in this. A big one is just like how close you are to the node, how close you are to the exchange. So in my case I'm walking distance from my local exchange. Things will come to that like it's, it's an MBN connection so it'll go to that but then it'll come to my house. My speed is already quite fast as it is but if I did actually have a super 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 fast speed it's probably not really going to get it in the house. Just be aware of that that Even though you might be promised or offered a a speed, it depends a little bit on where you are and and various other things as well. In my case, we had a, a half decent speed that we thought was right and we decided to change to Superloop, who were one of the providers that was offered through Costco. So as part of this, we will get $50 Costco card, which hasn't materialized yet, but this is part of the deal when switching. We also opted to get a new modem because we haven't had a new modem in about six years and one thing you may or may not know is that modern modems have really improved a lot and that will really help with your speed and reliability and so forth. It's not something you need to change every couple of months but probably not a bad thing to change every five years or so. We wanted a new modem as well to capture some of that new technology. We opted to change with them. With the gift card and a six-month sort of honeymoon deal, and some other things that they offered their lower price, I work out that that's going to save me about $325 a year for the same service. And I didn't install the new modem. My husband did. But he assured me that it was actually quite easy. And I've certainly found them easy to deal with. I did compare the rate, by the way, by looking at a website called Whistle Out. Did a bit of cost comparison to see if I had the best deal. There was one other deal that was slightly better but I decided for various reasons to stick with this one because it was already probably about second on the market but it had a few other things including ease of use that just made it really simple and it was. It has been pretty simple. So I haven't done a final tally yet of what my sort of two or three weeks of ringing around for best deals has netted us but I know it saved $325 on the broadband. I know it will have saved some money for the energy providers. For starters, that's 20 cents a day. Within a couple of weeks, I save it back enough for a cup of coffee. And that might not seem like a lot, but for those drinking instant coffee in these tough times, to be able to afford a cup of coffee just from refinancing a deal isn't too bad. And then thirdly, I've changed on my, my mortgage and I'm yet to have a look at those differences. And to be clear, for those who've read my book, I don't have any money outstanding on my residential unit where I live with my kids and my husband. Our apartment doesn't have an outgoing mortgage. We leave it open in case we need it, but it, we don't owe any money on it. But I do for our three investment properties. Certainly have got a better rate with that. If you're feeling like you need a bit of extra money for Christmas, why don't you give it a go? And if you are successful, make sure to visit the Joyful Frugalista Facebook group and tell everyone all about it. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to the Joyful Frugalista with Serena Bird. And of course, sound has been by Neil Hadley.